So, in between episodes, I don't think it's any secret now that y'all know we record multiple episodes. <gasps> How? Yeah. How could you let him know, Adam? Uh, because we're putting out like yeah, because we put out like six to seven different content streams, and this is how we do it, folks. Yeah, not super. (laughs) Welcome Um, to the Sausage Factory. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, this is how it's made. But no, so we were talking in between that we've done. This is now episode 140, and this 140 episodes of just APA, and a few of those episodes are like multi-parters, right? Like 69 is three parts. That's true. So it's actually larger than 140. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and you start thinking about these things and you get, or I do, I'll say, I get a bit nostalgic and I think I about like when, when we were first starting <laughs> and Emily had not seen any movie when we mm-hmm. first started. Like, you know, like that was like a bit that we had for a little while, like probably the first 20 episodes we would just rag on Emily for, true story. for not having seen anything. And since then, you know, 140 episodes later. She has a whole YouTube channel now where she, she watches movies. She watches she's movies wa- for a living. It's <laughs> her job for a living. So, like, who is really the idiot? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, we gave her so much shit, and she got paid to watch all these great movies. You know what I mean? We yeah. just ran them from Blockbuster. I had to pay to rent them. would be proud. You know, like, I don't know about y'all, but I had to, like, fight with my sister to rent Indiana Jones because she wanted to rent, you know, I don't know. Girls just want to have fun or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, and Emily is over here fucking living the dream. Getting paid to watch Alien. Making, paid making to watch airplane. The thing is how it's the awesome. turntables have turned because we, we used to make Turn movie tables? references yeah. that that Emily didn't get, and now she makes movie references right. that we don't get. It's true. It's, so true. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's very true. My time uh, has come. So, so Emily, you have you've expanded your your movie knowledge to great degrees. I want to ask you now of of the movies that you've watched for your reaction channel. Can you give me three movies that like really stood out to you that you're like okay. I understand why this was on the list. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Um, I'm gonna okay. Uh, Glory. Glory. Yeah. Okay. Glory. Okay. See, I haven't okay. seen it. Yeah. It may- Glory is not. Glory is not like a not ubiquitous movie. movie. No. And it's not easy. No, it's not easy at right. all. Right. It's uh, it 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 tore me to pieces. Um, but it was an amazing movie. Uh, Absolutely. In the, in the same vein, The Green Mile. But the oh, Green yeah. Mile is yeah. like to me that is like one of the best movies ever. Made. I, it's I, so good. Yeah, I would agree. It's so good, it's definitely top ten. I think that I like it more than Shawshank Redemption. Uh personally, I think like, I would agree. I, I, I do too. I think I do too. Like, yeah. I, mean, I think Shawshank Redemption is a tighter, better movie. Yeah, like as far as what it is. Mm-hmm. But for me, I prefer the Green Mile and the little extra like fantasy elements that are thrown into it that like puts it over the top for me because then it has everything then it has everything and it's just so well acted and like there's multiple tearjerker moments throughout that movie definitely you know wept wept uh, uncontrollably inconsolably Um, you know in terms of stephen king prison films base you know like yeah Mm -hmm. Well, those uh, are the good ones, right? Those are the right. good, the ones, good right? Stephen King films are, are the, the, prison movies. Yeah. Right. 
The other one I would say when you when you when you put it to me, these were the first three that came to mind. Moon. Oh, yes. My favorite sci-fi movie that exists. It you know, like shocked me how good it was. Like I have not seen it. Dude, I feel like I should Josh, fix that this weekend. Yeah, it's Go so good. It. I yeah. think it's better than 2001. I oh, wait, I that's agree. the Sam Rockwell yeah. one, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've seen it, but I don't remember much of oh, it. Oh, my God. It's so good. It it's is. so good. Like, it, it captures that sense of loneliness in space in a way that no other movie has what, quite done. Much you better know, like, than 2001, I, I, I think. Agreed. Personally. Agreed. Like, yeah. Oh, so, I just looked it up. It's got Matt Berry in it. I have to watch it. Yeah, I mean, like, if it has anybody other than Sam Rockwell in it, they're in it for, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, that's you know true. I mean? okay. Like, okay. It's, th- but, this is like a Sam Rockwell performance. It's a one-man But it is so extravaganza. Yeah. Like, like it's let, a, it's I'm, I'm putting it. I'm putting it in the same category as Glory and the Green Mile. Just watch it. Just do that. Okay, you know so what I'm saying? Okay. Like, okay. What's, the, what's the movie... That you were most surprised was like, oh, you have to see this and you watch it and you're like, what? The, why is why is this movie so popular? Um, so honestly, it just I'm probably because it's super fresh in my mind. We watched it yesterday and it just posted tonight, uh, or it will post at 10 p.m. Uh, Friday the 13th, the original, the original Friday the 13th. I didn't. OG. I mean, that's I worth know. watching. Yeah, I mean, is it's it worth. Though? I think yeah. it's worth watching just so that you can see. What it begets, you know, Um, right? Yeah, uh, but I I compared it and I said, you know, given the option, I'd watch Sleepaway Camp three times before watching. You know, the thing is, though, unlike our good friends in Hideous Laughter podcast, I don't think we're really horror fans for the most part. Well, I. I am. You are. I are love. I like. I love to be scared. I think jump scares are cheap. I like to feel uncomfortable with my fear. Yeah. I don't like like horror games scare me, which is another interesting thing because I'm literally going to start playing horror games for October. Oh, um, fun. Uh, it's I'm scared of it, but that's because like you're immersed in the jump scare. You know what I'm saying? Well, so there's a thing with with horror games though, is that it's happening to you, yeah, versus observing it happening to someone else, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, especially love- if it does it right, like Dead Space. It's happening yeah. to you. Yeah. Right. No, I love no, psychological I, I can't horror. Do horror games. Gore. Yeah. You know? I like the psychological horror. See, that, that's yeah. where that's kind of where I'm at. I've come to realize like I'm not a big fan of horror because I think horror in general lends itself to like cheaper scares and stuff. But I've I've mm-hmm. come to realize about myself like I love thrillers. Mm-hmm. Like I love I'm, yeah. I'm psychological thriller thrillers yeah. and stuff like that. I, because they can be done so intelligently and expertly. Yeah. And so often mm-hmm. like it, it really has to be an exceptionally made horror movie to like break that mold. Mm-hmm. Do you, you know? think Seven crosses the line into horror? Or is I that love straight? Seven. I, I do too. That's seven. A, but, yeah. Well, but it is a psychological thriller. Yeah, like, I think it's it yeah. that's what the it is. line. Right. But I would not. Cl- I would classify it psychological thriller before I would classify it as horror. It has yeah. like scenes of like gore. It's very mm-hmm. graphic, but it's not like a horror movie. Yeah. The one that always sticks with me, man, is the uh, like gluttony or the whatever. Same gluttony mm-hmm. every uh, time. Yes, gluttony. Yes. Dude. That one's scarred in my mind. That one. They yeah. spend a lot of time on that body. Like some of the other yeah. bodies, they don't spend a lot of time on. But like that one, there's some lingering camera shots on on that bloody mm-hmm. corpse. It's rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now Emily, he's gonna get you. Mm-hmm. Might I m- recommend uh, one that came out uh, 2019? 
Stars Nicolas Cage, Color Out of Space. Um, it's actually, on my list. Yes. I want to see it really bad. That's a may great I, one. May it I recommend Jiu-Jitsu starring Nicolas Cage? <laughs> <laughs> may I recommend the greatest a Nicolas Cage marathon? Dude. Just I'm, watch it all. I'm about it. I mean, that might Wicker be January. Man, if you want to watch Nicolas Cage punch crazy nuns in the face, watch Wicker Man. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he well, I want to see Sorry. I feel like that's a selling point. I want to see Pig really badly. Oh, that's the one with uh, Mads Mikkelsen, right? I think uh, so. Pig, I don't know. Yeah. It's just him and a truffle I'm super pig. excited about it. Yeah, I'm super excited so. about that one. Yeah, that's uh, on my what list about too. Willie's Wonderland? It's uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. But Nicolas Cage, and he, I, I, I haven't watched it, but my understanding is he doesn't say a word the entire he just movie. Just beats the shit out of animatronics. Yeah. Well, I'm on board. Yeah. <laughs> What is that Man, called? Hard to spoil it, Zach. Willie's Wonderland. <laughs> Willie's Wonderland. Okay. Now, now I'm not going to watch it, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all of y'all uh, and Steve from HLP can miss me with a Nicolas Cage marathon. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you know, 140 episodes later, and Emily, you have literally done the work to catch up on the movie game, and I'm glad that you have because now you get the references, and now you can drop some references on us that we don't know, and you fi- 140 episodes, you're finally part of the team. I'm doing you, it, y'all. I'm doing it. You, ma- you made it. You made it. You're you're an official member of SDF now. Congratulations. I'm Everybody legit. give a round of applause. Yeah. Congratulations, Emily. Card kid. And on top bitch. of that, Emily, I can finally call you my friend. Wow. <laughs> Dear Jesus, Jesus, I, knew I didn't, know, I didn't know we were a fucking gatekeeping podcast. <laughs> Pivot. 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 <laughs> Gates were kept, man. Gates were kept. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, not, not, uh, not. I mean, uh, dude. If y'all have been okay. with us 140 okay. episodes, you know that's a joke, right? So. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would hope so. Lol. Anyways, let's get into this horror game that we're playing, um, and jump back into the Velstrak Temple with our shadow party. Uh, at the end of last episode, you defeated the heretics that were in this kind of big auditorium room of this temple and i think i'm just gonna drop you in right there all right so is it is it confirmed that these two circles that appear to be like summoning well they look like d20s in a a lot of ways but Mm -hmm. those are teleportation circles something those those things teleported through them correct yeah you you saw two disciples teleport out of them get and, beamed you know, up mm-hmm. and also you know from the 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 doctors in the previous room also kind of recalled that this was going on so yes okay now, how it works specifically maybe not so certain but well that was you know. that was what i was getting to with with as soon as the smoke clears and the, the tendrils subside as they were uh Trelax would would turn to mordrin and say, Prophet, what is this magic? Well, obviously it's teleportation magic, you fool. <laughs> Where do they go? <laughs> so what I'll, what I'll do is, I imagine that you guys probably want to take a 10-minute rest. Some of you do. And during that time, Mordrin, you're, you're good. I will let yeah, you I took take, zero damage in that combat. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you take a 10 on on your roll for the uh, mysticism 
I'm sorry, take 20, rather. Okay, I was like, I don't want to take 10. I'd rather roll. Can I take 20 on your mysticism check? So while they're, everybody's recovered, you can kind of study these circles. You will also consider what you've heard from the surgeons, what you've seen in other rooms. You know, you're going to do like a deep focus. Analysis. On, right, exactly, on these circles. And... Um, what I'll, what I'll tell you is this, and give me just a second to kind of get my thoughts together, because it's a little... <laughs> You're good. I'm just pouring a glass of wine. Oh, <laughs> body Um. So, you conclude that in order to use these circles, one must offer a blood sacrifice, which, you know... I think that as is tradition, sure. Uh, Although it didn't seem like it required that much when you watch the disciples go. So basically, just kind of a a general cut, you know, just a drop will do type of situation. Dab will do you. Um, Just a dab will do you. (laughs) In that, you you can also assess that these teleport circles only go one way. Oh, okay. So they're not, um, yeah, they're okay. They're not like traditional, like back and forth, like gates. Right. It's like, right. hey, um, and we'll you, see and you. And you pick that up that they're being brought back through a dream gate, which you know to be here at this temple, you know, and that this must be the way that the Velstrax have figured out how to bring people from the material plane here prior to death. You know, because it's, that's not a very common thing to be able to do. And so, because you can't just generally teleport from one plane to another, you know. And so they figured it out because of this, using the power of this dream gate here. And you further assess that um, in order to use these teleport circles, you would have to have a very clear idea of where you were going because it does jump planes. So like, it's extremely important that you would know exactly where you want to go. You know, most teleportation circles work on a table where like, if you kind of are familiar with something, you know, it gives you all that, like you have to be the fully familiar, know exactly where you're going. Okay. You also know that the people that they bring back here through the dream gate have been marked in some way, uh, presumably with the mark of Zankuthan and like pain. Um, you're not entirely sure why that matters, you know, uh, but you you know that that's what the disciples were doing was going is like basically carving the symbol of Zankuthan and the people that they wanted to teleport here through the Dream Gate. But the the full connection of that eludes you at this point you know you're not entirely certain why that is but you think it has to do with the nature of this teleportation being so specific you know and so you're kind of mulling it over and you think that that perhaps the there's some connection with the mark and being able to pinpoint you know but you'd have to look at the dream gate to get a better full understanding 
the right. situation. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I mean, after a few minutes assessing that, he would kind of relay that information to the group and, and say, "It appears as, as with all things related to the shadow plane, um, this is more complicated than I initially believed. These teleportation circles only go out, only leave the shadow plane, and it appears that the Dream Gate is the way back in. Though those that." come back needs be marked in some way with a, a sign or a cut from a follower of Zonkuthan, I would imagine. Tana, so, what do you think of this? Um, did we happen to notice this retrospective, I guess, or retroactive rather, the bodies that were being worked on in the other room did they have any specific marks or yeah they did they did have um the skull and chains of zankuthan carved into their flesh much like the people out on the yeah the posts when we were Mm -hmm. floating up Mm -hmm. Um, but do you realize what elaborate knife work that is to carve a skull and chains into somebody i mean that's that tracks they're they're horrible folks yeah, uh, <laughs> it also could just be like a stamp, you know. Oh no, I got this blade stamp. Seriously like, though, like, like think like a, like 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 a, a brand, but yeah. instead, I mean, yeah, like a cutter, but it's just, razor blades, dude. Right. I will one hundred percent see you know what? You know what? Take another inspiration. Oh, I just like the efficiency of that, you know. Well, so that brings up. I didn't think of that. That's like really. Well, okay. If you didn't think about it, that I guess answers my question. I was like, did we find a Zonkuthan skull and chains cookie cutter somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) I'll say, yeah, yeah, you did. You know, there's one right here by these telephones. Look at what I have on me. (laughs) Just FYI, anybody listening who can, you know, shape metal—that's what I want for Christmas. Don't we have a cookie? Cookie person, cutter. we do have a cookie person. Oh yeah, right? let's. So, we need to hit up our cookie person. <laughs> critical hit cookies and, and have her make a Zonkuthan cookie. Yes, uh, yo, you need a cookie girl. Hit us up. Yeah. We got a yeah, cookie girl. Yeah, we Let me get that devil's food cookie. That Zonkuthan yeah. cookie. Dude. Well, they'd be they'd be the like pleasure and pain cookies, you mm-hmm. know. It'd be spicy. Yeah. Oh, like, it's like really jalapenos. Spicy. Like there might be a jalapeno in there somewhere. Like, but uh, uh, do you know? <laughs> and by might, I mean definitely. It's like super thin shards of caramel, like that you like might cut they your lip cut your mouth. You might cut the roof of your mouth with this. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck that. That's no. the worst cookie, dude. Fuck that, that sounds like a terrible. Well, John, Adam, you know what candy I hate the most? That. What? That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Candy callback. I could have sworn, Adam, you just said John Cuthon. Yes, that <laughs> it is. sounded like John Cuthon. I can just imagine that phone call to her. It's like, look, we need some cookies. We got a new idea, but we need them to hurt people. <laughs> in a pleasurable way, of in course. A, in yeah. a pleasurable yeah. Well, they'll taste good. That's the pleasure. <laughs> what, was your, what, what do you mean, is this a joke? <laughs> Are you asking me to do the rumors that Halloween has always had of putting razor blades in kids' candy? Madam, we are the you Southern Tomfoolery podcast. We are the we premier ever- grimdark <laughs> podcast. And we just need call, cookies to show that. Carrie. Carrie, listen, I got a stellar idea <laughs> for you. <laughs> Speaking oh, of which, Zach, we need to order some more of those, man. Are we, oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely, I'm down. 
Just do All right. It. So my my inspiration uh, got a draw from my personal deck, which is awesome. Nice. nice. Uh, and forgive me if I botch the pronunciation in the message itself, but it's from uh, Jason K or Jason Laptop. Oh, ah, Jay Laptop. What up, buddy? Hey. Hey. So, yeah. in the words of Chuck Palahniuk, the most boring thing in the entire world is nudity. But Palahniuk never met a naked fell. <laughs> true. That's fair. That's, true. That's a true That's I mean, he's got those chiseled abs, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, his teeth. Did I pronounce his yeah. name right? I <laughs> think so. Soft teeth. Okay. I think so. Chiseled abs and soft teeth. Oh, man. Oh, it's Paul Huniak, actually. No, I'm just... <laughs> it's like All right. So thank you for that inspiration. And what do you guys want to do now? Uh, I guess we'll just go ahead and walk out the way we well, came in. So <laughs> after revealing all of that and, you know, kind of the group mulling it over for a second, Mordrin kind of snaps back to the twins and says, to learn more. As was always the goal, we must find the Dream Gate. For once, Prophet, I agree. Thank Finish. you, my boy. And Finish. may I commend you on your magical prowess in combat. Supernatural. Yeah. Yeah, technically yeah. supernatural, but uh, I will oh, take your compliment me. as well, Prophet. I appreciate it. We and are friends did now. I, did we I are do friends well? now. What did, did you I do to the Trilax? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, okay, so we got to find the dream gate. Uh, I see a set of stairs to our there west. Is, yes. I am. This is just based on my spatial awareness of the map. I'm guessing eventually that goes back to the southern exit that we did not take because it was blocked off by a force field. However, yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be some other room between that. There's also a set of what appear to be double doors directly to the south. Did you describe what the hell is going on right here on the map? Just curious. Is that just map shenanigans or is that map shenanigans? Oh, it's sure. map shenanigans. Okay, it's, it's, it's pieces there for your telekinetic projectile. Nice. So, Tina would <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah. Before we head down the stairs or anything, Tina would say, "Let's maybe." The stairs go up, by the way. Oh, oh, apologies. Thank you. Let's maybe take a listen at this door, and would yonder down here and just do a perception at the double door to the south. Yeah, so just even without even having to roll a perception, you see that there's a pretty uh, significant you know, digital lock on this door. Um, and there's, it even goes in so far as it, there's a plaque on it that says restricted access. Interesting. Um... Oh, we're not allowed in. I guess we'll turn back. <laughs> Let us go home. This search is over. Yeah. We have failed. All, all your friends died in vain. Um I I wanna I wanna cast knock. Okay. Do that. Nice. Is that a spell is that a spell slot? It is. I'll take it. And Hold on. I, I can do it that. without using a spell slot. I can do that oh, without using a spell slot. I knew you had it, but I assumed it you know, used a spell slot. No, it just takes an RP slot. Or not slot. Uh, I'll RP. take the spell slot, man. Yeah, I mean, RP can come in pretty, pretty high grade. Let lot. me just look at knock. I mean, there's 
Yeah, I don't, I'm not familiar with Starfinder. I don't really have ever used it. So, so knock opens barred, computer sealed, locked, or stuck doors, as well as those subject to hold portal or security seal. When you complete the casting of the spell, attempt a caster level check, 1d20, your, plus your caster level, against the DC of the lock or computer seal with a plus 10 bonus. If successful, knock opens up two means of closure. The spell opens secret doors, but doesn't serve to, uh, but doesn't identify secret doors you haven't found, as well as locked or trick opening containers, starship doors, and similar secured entryways. It also loosens chains, shackles, or welds, provided they serve to hold something shut. Um, so yeah, you do get to roll a caster check against the DC of this of this lock. So go ahead and roll that d20 plus your level. Plus 10? Mm-hmm. Um, so that plus my level is 22 plus 10 bonus is 32. So what I don't... I, help me figure this out. It says against the DC of a lock or computer seal with a plus 10 bonus. Is that plus 10 to the DC? No. I no. assumed it was to the person no. rolling. You, you but attempt a caster check with, with a plus bonus, 10 right. bonus. Alright, right. so that takes it to a 32 mm-hmm. total, right? Yeah. Alright, you got close. Damn it was it. worth rolling. It was worth rolling, but it, it is I mean, I'll tell you, the DC is 35. You know? Okay. I have mm. one more thing I can do. And that is I can use Magic negation, which is a magic hack. Do we it know if it's magic? It's a, a standard he said action. it was a computerized I, lock. Uh, but couldn't okay. you? Yeah, because couldn't I was hearing you, portal. I was thinking suppress magic. Couldn't you cast knock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's nothing that there's nothing that says like. Somebody else can't cast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 true. You just gotta get thirty-five. We're not the party who knocks once. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna go ahead, spin an RP, and I'm gonna cast knock. And so that is gonna be plus eight, which is my caster level. It's caster level, right, or level? Just character level. It's caster level. Caster which, level. So okay. it's going to be not the nanosite level. Correct. So it's, it's going to be eight. Be tech- yeah, plus eight. So D twenty plus eight. Plus ten. So yeah, yeah. It's a plus eighteen bonus to your whatever you right. Yeah. Alrighty. It also only uh, suspends its functioning for ten minutes. Ha. Wait, if you used to open a door closed with a security seal, that's like a specific thing. I'm sure. All right, so 18 on the die. So plus 10, plus 8. It's going to be a 36. If I understand that. Uh, that is correct. So how much? 36, yeah. That's yeah. right. The door opens. <gasps> yeah, so yeah, yeah. So you just kind of see like his the little tracers going through his body, the circuitry and whatnot, kind of glow in amber light. And, you know, he just like juts forward his hand and... Uh, just well, he can't close his eyes, so yeah, eyes flicker, and there you go. He says, I believe that should have done the trick. Well, well, Mr. Six, well done. 
Can, Mr. Six. Mr. Six. <laughs> Can it's it's unlocked, but it's not open yet. Correct? Is that correct? Um, can we hear anything? No, you hear nothing. Okay. You you are able to hear nothing. Okay. Trailix um, opens the door. Let's go. Let's let's go. So, Impaled by spikes. But before we go, but before we go, wait, wait, wait. Tenem would run over to the stairs and just listen. Can I hear anything up there? Like, I just want to get a sense of, of all of our options before we start bursting open doors. You hear the sound of like soft humming, like soft, low chanting. But it seems to be like coming from the walls themselves. I feel like I feel like the thing that was locked with a crazy security lock in the in the end of the big room the double doors is probably gonna get us closer to the dream gate than whereas that seems like it's probably another trial or something like that, you know. You know what I'm saying? You follow me. But there could be loot there. I mean, yeah, there could be loot. I mean, we only have ten ha- minutes. What do you mean? Well, maybe yeah. not. I don't know. I don't know ten if it's security. I don't know if it's a security seal or not. I think he would have mentioned that. It's just no, like no. a high DC lock. You open the door, so it's like okay. Even if the locks tried to engage, they the doors are open. You okay, know? so okay. So so I mean, question. I will just say that to the point of the trials, several of them have yielded benefits. So I think that it's not that crazy to make the this, the connections that you've made, Zach. Like, I think, you know, you've basically sussed it out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the dream gate is through the double doors, and there are more, likely more trials <clears throat> up the stairs. That's your decision that you guys have to make as a, as a party. Well, and so- concerning trials, it's entirely possible that... We may have to ch- complete trials, further trials, simply to be able to use I, this dream yeah. gate. I mean, so I'm not interested in using it. I want to destroy it, Prophet. No, we. we you have moron! To use it. We have to bring the. <laughs> the <laughs> Oh, oh, have you forgotten to... our mission? I have. I have. Okay, Emily. Friendship to... terminated. <laughs> we're trying to bring. I was just starting to like you. We're, so we're trying to, destroy to, we're the trying to bring the Herald through the Dream Gate. Right. Yes, of course. He's a. I mean, Trailax doesn't really give a fuck, right? Like. Please, um, so please cut that out. Good God. No, I want to no, keep no, it. No, that's standing. I'm not, I'm not going to submit my track. You just have to that's, pull it from... Uh, that's from, just good. That's I'm not going to submit my track if you leave that in. No, no, no. That's, that's solid for Trelax. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's fucking funny. All right. Yeah, anyway, so, so, yeah, that is, that is the debate that you have before you. So, while y'all are kind of like all moving towards the door and Tina sort of like backtracked and walked up the steps just a little ways and was sort of just listening. Wait, I think we've opened this door and it's pretty obvious we know where this is going to be going. But I think we should, we should see this through. 
there may be more that we need to understand from the trials from this place before we can even operate the dream gate I'm inclined to agree there may not be anything we need more to activate the dream gate and one of these trials could get one of us killed yes it it is a concern however look inside yourself what do your instincts tell you you think we're going to get it that easy after all we've come through I don't know that I have instincts, but where we're trying to go is right in front of us. Why detour? I but agree with that- D. <laughs> he like looks at him directly when he says D. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, you, My name. good friend D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. D looks Always over at him. Forever gone by D. <laughs> <laughs> D looks over at him, gives him a. Uh, Paul Rudd from Wet Hot American Summer just like (laughs) (laughs) You taste like burgers (laughs) Tina is like like, so there's this little you know stairway and then it leads up so it's kind of like a mini balcony that Tina's sort of standing above everybody who's Mm -hmm. still and she's sort of looking down and she says I'm sorry brother I think you're outnumbered on this we need to move forward before we can before we can go on to the dream gate. And this she's like kind of shaking. Is the like, way forward. Your pursuits are frivolous. The path the veil strike is the path to ruin. Your path wrong, of brother. the veil strike is the No, path. sister, you are wrong. She starts backing away into the hall, like up the stairs. <laughs> What are you going to do about it? Trailax, <laughs> Trailax will push right, we'll open the door. You. Trailax will push open the door and continue on. You're really going to split the party Holy on me. That's what's, shit. that's what's happening. I'm at least taking a peek inside that room. <laughs> I'm at least like, taking a peek inside that I mean, room. The are open. To clarify for the GM's sake, she's not running down the hall up the stairs. She's just sort of like making a couple steps to make her point, you know. Yeah, kind of a power move. Yeah, that. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 Zeno, what do you think? Uh, I'm conflicted now that we got split because, I mean, like, yes. Yeah, so we understand that Tenevol is at the heart of this. And at the same time, I mean, what did we just spend all this time actually just trying to open this fucking door? You know, so it's just like he's running the 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 uh, well, it's the not logic like the door, in his head. Huh? Okay. It's not like the door is going to close, like, right? You, of course, you know, like like it's not like that would be a waste of time. Yeah, you know. But okay. but the uh, purpose of us coming to this temple was to find the dream gate. It was not I for understand. Tenna to 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 go on the path of the Velstrak, and Trelax fully believes that and feels that he is correct. So I, uh, yeah, I understand. I do. Uh, it, it, as I said, I think Mordrin made a point that should be considered too. Is that there's? I'll, I'll remind you that you were not able to progress further until Tenna was able to gain the cloak of will, right? To get through the force field. Do you know what I mean? And like, they're obviously quite dedicated to the path 
and it's all tied in there. But I, I only point that out to Mordrin's point that that may be a possible need. Well, y'all go ahead then. I'll wait. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, I guess Zeno. I like that. <laughs> so, uh, I suppose Zeno is going to. Uh, Going ahead and iterate uh, the point that Adam made uh, that will rather uh, echo Mordrin's sentiments here. And he's just, he's going to say, like, well, from how I understand it, Mordrin's right. And we did not come here to actually perform the, the path of the Velistrak, but it does seem like it's a necessity. So far it has been. And these, then why don't we go this, back? if we find out that that's the case. These doors are going to remain here. Right, so we go to the Dream Gate. If it doesn't work, then we go back to that. That seems logical to me. Tana? 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 Hey, Tana? As she's she's stepped up a little bit further into the hall, is the chanting, like, can she hear it more? Like, is it any more discernible? No. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to roll a d20. If it's... One to ten, we go up the stairs. Tina goes up the stairs. It's eleven to twenty. She'll acquiesce. It's three. We'll see you. Tina kind of is standing. Just, just she can just see, like, Trailax from the from the you know bottom of the stairs where it cuts off. Raza, I... I need you to trust me. I... I feel... I feel the call of this place. We need to... We need to finish what we've started before we can move forward in truth. Don't you see? Tina, you have become lost. The Herald is not through that door. Pointing to where she's going, obviously. And you know it. You seek only to further the ways of the Veilstrak because you have you have fallen to this, this corruption. There is no corruption in truth, Raza. Lies, Please. propaganda. I need you. Then you need to do it alone. I will wait here. And he crosses his arms, leans up against the wall, <laughs> and stubbornly hunkers down. Mordrin looks between the two of you as you argue. And then sets his gaze back on Trelax and says, This has never been about you. Stay you know out of this prophet. Another word from you and I will have your head. Tina runs back down and like leans over the railing and says, He's already in it. We're all in it. We're here. We're in the middle of it. We cannot move forward. Finish your stupid pilgrimage and then come back. Fine. Braza. And she starts up the stairs. 
As as I expected her to, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, I'm not going to let her go alone. So, I guess looking between the two of them, I mean, we can't do this without her. So, and just to, to reiterate, she's telling the group that she doesn't believe we can do this without completing this. Like that's that's Emily's truth right there. Like. Like, Tina's been in this, like, this is her, this is her only thing, right? This, if this shit doesn't work, her, in, her entire system of faith, her belief, everything that she's done up until now is for nothing. So, like, she, she can't, she can't assume that this, this, this path is not the way to go. This, I mean, she is a disciple yeah. of Zankuthan. You know, like, this isn't like, me just like being a that. shitty, you know, whatever. But I'm well, just like, listen, look, I'm I'm not upset at anybody. I, but I'm, I'm just trying to lay out the but, facts. Uh, well, yeah, well, I'm laying out <laughs> the facts from Trailax's perspective, which is that he thinks that he is losing his sister to this nonsense. You know, this shit that he doesn't believe in, this shit that is responsible for his entire village, his entire tribe gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it is certainly. Yeah, I feel we, that. I feel we that. both feel the same way, but we're leaning in the opposite directions. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. So the motivations have been established. Trelax is going to stay. Tenna's going to go. Zeno's going to go with Tenna. Who's, who's uh, Gloombot? What are you doing? Well, Gloombot actually wants to pull Mordrin aside just a little bit out of earshot of Trelax and Tenaval, hopefully. Sure. And just lean in and quietly. This is really awkward, and I have no idea what to do. What are we... What... What is even happening here? Like, I as a player understand what's going yeah. on, but... Well, old, old Gloombot's fucking lost. Right. This is not logical. Though it appears we are at an impasse, that's simply not the case. There's one way forward, and there always has been, and that's whatever way Tinnaval goes. If anyone wants to stay behind and risk her dying, that's on their heads! And he turns away and walks. Oh. Snap. Oh. All right, Trelax, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, my God. All right. So, I guess the four of you, then, will go up the stairs, and Trelax is going to... Just hang Sulk. at yeah. the door. Sulk at the door. Guard our I mean, I, I think it all makes sense. Listen, I, you know, in character, everybody is doing what they should do. Yeah, you know? compelling I mean, argument. Like, right? And so, like, it's a tense situation. You're in the fucking Velstrak temple, and, and shit is getting tense. It should. So, the four of you go up the stairs. Right? Yep. Mordrin, Zeno, Tenaval. My hands are sweating. Yeah, Tenaval, you. You lead them, um, I guess, down this hall. Yeah. And as I said, you hear this kind of chanting. It's just like low humming. But it's like pulsing through the rocks. Like, it doesn't sound like it's coming from a, up ahead or anything. Like it's, it's almost as if. There's just the sound emanating from the hall. And uh, as you round the corner and you look south, 
you see that it takes another corner that heads west and you see a bunch of holes in the floor like small holes maybe six inch across holes um like line the floor do do we notice anything else like as far as sort of as we're walking up on it i mean the map shows blood spots like yeah as you get closer you can see a plaque on the ground that has the seventh truth inscribed upon it which is pain is a guide to the self and the perfection thereof but it cannot liberate liberation is achieved only through an application of will in which resistance ceases and suffering along with it uh, and as you get closer, you can see into these holes that there it's, you know, not, a, not a, even a perception check needed. It's very obviously spike trap, mm-hmm. you know, like stepping onto any of those squares with the hole will spikes will come up. You can see the points of them in the hole. Okay. So, I mean... It's obvious that at least one of us would need to, uh, per usual, blood sacrifice situation. Um, so yeah, Tina would like really approach it, and I can get just to the point where mm-hmm. I see that there's two sets, uh, like yep. it kind of L's and. Yeah, as you get to the corner, you see to the west there's another, another spread of spikes. Um. Uh, so it looks like mechanically that we could five foot step technically and not hit it. Is that accurate? Uh, like sure. if if yeah. some person wanted to go through and only basically if one. Well, like you could miss the first one, but then the yeah. then the second patch is unavoidable. Yeah. Is there anything uh, as far as like debris? That can be picked up with psychokinetic hand, dropped on top of the plate. Um, of course, as I said, this temple is littered with techno garbage and bones. How high are the ceilings? Basically, can we, you know, spider climb and or ten foot ceilings? Yeah. Tina would kind of say to the rest of the party, like, if you can navigate across these spikes without triggering them I would suggest to do so and I will take the brunt of the task the truth must be met and at that payment must be made Gloombot just says I'll be right back and walks back down the hallway Pokes his head out, says, Hey, Trelax, uh, they're trying to navigate some spike pits. I just thought you might want to know. All right, I'll be back later. And just goes back to the group. We also Where have we? comms. Like, just, I, it doesn't matter. Okay. Just, <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> I love All it. All right, Tenna. So you're going to do what you're going to do, huh? Uh, so what I'd like to do is bypass the first set, if possible. Like you said, we could just five foot, like, right there. Mm-hmm. And let's see what happens. That would be, like, on an open spot, correct? Non-spot. What is, like, let me ask you what Tenna's mindset is in regards to the spikes. Like, what do you, what does Tenna think 
is going to happen and needs to happen. So, Tina thinks that these spikes are designed to fully impale. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, from upon pressure, you know, pressure plate or whatever, triggering, just Mm -hmm. straight to the ceiling, impaling spikes. So, what I'm hoping to do is to get her body across, like maybe with a jump or even cast flight if I have to. And then just, again, that same arm that she's sort of just been sacrificing, she would just put it on top of one of the holes and let it pierce the hand. Hey, Tana, what about the Velstrak bodies in the other room? At least see how these traps actually work, right? Logically, it makes sense. I mean, if you want to, yeah, we can certainly do that. Or we can take... I mean, if the question is just, does the, yeah, pressure activate it, like, we have multiple ways to do it. You know, you, like, know that. I'm saying, like, it's like, I will say that this, this particular situation, more so than any other in the temple, makes it very obvious Mm -hmm. that if you want to walk through this, spikes will come up. Now, I will say, Emily, that the spikes don't look that tall. You know, okay. like, like it doesn't look like deep. it would like pin you to the ceiling. Yeah, looks, that's like, that's what I was looks, wanting to use the bodies for was to see the it, reach yeah, of them. It, it, they, it looks like it would come up to your knees, okay. tops. Okay, okay. And, and again, the only other notable feature is the plaque that has the seventh truth on it. You know. Um, I mean, so, I, yeah. I'm trying to not hit both traps if possible. That's, you know, I'm willing to pay the price, but I ain't trying to tip, you know? (laughs) So if she could jump over to be in between the traps, it's just so that she gets hit by one. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, the goal is to get everybody else through without them getting damaged. Tenna wants to take the damage. Okay. So Tenna is going to willingly take the damage and walk through the spikes, right? Here's a question. Can I try and jump over them? Yes. I would like to try and jump over them and then just, like, put, you know. All right. Roll an athletics check. Okay. long jump. Oh, 18 on the die. That's going to be a 21. Right. Yeah, you can jump over them. Um, so yeah, Tina would land on the far side, and then once she's over there, she would just kneel down, and she can kind of see Mordrin and Gloombot around the corner, and she would just put one of her hands over the hole, and push down. Uh, nothing happens. Um, bef- before you try that again, <laughs> uh, I still have spider climb because mm-hmm. I have a hundred a hundred minutes. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> he skitters up the wall and around the edge, and then comes and stands kind of next to you. Um, I mean, do, do we want to get? Let's get the, everybody. These fine over. gentlemen across first. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mordrin, roll a perception check. Who? Mordrin. Okay. I mean, that's going to be real big. It's 18 plus 14. So 32. Yeah, yeah, 32. 
Alright, uh, you, when you land on that side, you can tell this wall directly south of you is a secret door. Ooh. Holy crap, mm. nice. <laughs> okay, uh, we still have the issue of getting everybody across first. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm, I'm pretty you can literally right jump, across off, jump across them. I mean, it's a five foot square you gotta jump across. I think Zeno and Gloombot are both capable of doing that. Yep. I, I don't know if it's a faux pas to ask what the DC is, but I've got an acrobatics of 19. Would that matter? <laughs> well, it's well, athletics. athletics. Okay, I've got a 14. Yeah, so I, I mean, like, what I'm saying is if you wanna jump over a five foot square, you can do it. We Woo. do that. <laughs> All right. And Zeno 6 is not one to just go ahead. He's, he's not the athletic type, so he's gonna go ahead and standing perfectly erect and uh then he uh kind of a form appears as his i guess a nanite form forms behind him and then takes the shape of a hover disc and he's going to go ahead and cast hover disc as part of his adaptable spell knowledge so it takes an rp and yep he's going to go ahead and uh, step on it. it. It levitates three feet, and he has to issue a command. So he says, "Take me across these uh, spike traps." And so he just stands there with his hands behind his back, you know, just kind of like waiting, at, like you would, like you know, at an elevator or something, you know. And he just slowly drifts across. Y'all are just giving me your spell slots. I, I, You're just RP, giving me RP, dude. It's RPs, dude. But Tina okay. leans, leans into Mordred and just with like, extra. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. And then well, he says... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, to be fair, like, the way that they're laid out on the map, I assumed it was a 10-foot, not a 5-foot. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was a longer jump than... Right. And then uh, he's gonna he's gonna step off the platform. He's going to then issue another command. He says, "Go wait by Trelax. Okay. If he wants to come bo- come uh, with us, go ahead and take him to where we are. But let's just say that it looks all nanite. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So the hallway continues further west, and then this uh, secret door is uh, you can is to your south. Well, yeah. Well, I turn to the party and say, "Oh, by the way, secret door. Just noticed." Oh, that's pretty neat. Oh, uh, I actually do use the comm unit and go ahead and tell him. Oh my god! Hey, there you, you go. go. Yeah, you got a. There's a hover desk if you do want to come back with us. I sent you a space taxi. Um, Trelax and it, and it looks all nanish. Anything. He doesn't get on the hover desk. He's he he's firmly planted. That's all right. Yeah, it's just gonna sit there and wait. Let's investigate. But before Tina, like she's kind of like looking at the spikes to like maybe stand on them just to go ahead and get it done with. But then you say there's a secret door. So let's investigate this for the moment. And <laughs> well, let's let's not impale ourselves yeah, prematurely. Prematurely, sure. you know. Jeez, Ten, I thought you were set on becoming a Velstrak or something. That's down the hall there, not down this secret path. <laughs> you she just ignores D. <laughs> <laughs> she goes and stands next to Mordrin. <laughs> Don't come at me with with yeah. making sense. And, that, <laughs> and, and as she as she steps up, he 
looks at her and says, Well, shall we? And then we shall, through the secret door. So, so through the secret door. All right, so you, this, you see a hallway that kind of opens up into this smaller room. Um, and this room is, has a striking similarity to the room of the fourth truth. There's a table full of alchemical and technological equipment. Uh, a podium with a book resting upon it hugs the southern wall, and another runic circle is carved into the floor, though there are no pockets of shadow stuff to be seen. And it gives off a pulsing green glow. Is the chanting in this room also? Uh, yes, it does seem to be emanating from the circle. Okay. Um, anything on the table that's super obvious? Uh, so on the table, there is quite a few items, actually. There's a Mark II ability crystal. Woo! There is six Mark II serums of healing. Uh, an Aeon Stone, an Alabaster Helix Aeon Stone, and a Technoskeleton Key. Um, yeah. Hey, what is that? Can you put that in chat? I heard Ability Crystal and then blanked out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! That's some sweet loot. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good loot. Uh, the. Uh, Briefly, the Alabaster Helix basically restores one HP per hour. That's handy. That's pretty cool. That's pretty handy. And this Technoskeleton key, is it basically just a skeleton key, but for digital locks? For raves. That's what it's yeah, for, for digital raves. locks, you would think. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> there's a it gas mask made of glow sticks. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Um, Mordrin's already good raves. Mordrin's already approaching the book as they are looking at the table. Yeah, the book is just another copy of the same histories that you've seen before. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So Mordrin turns around to Tenerval and says, "Well, my dear, it appears we're in a familiar situation." Is there any other plaques in here that maybe mention uh, another truth or anything? Yeah, so around the circle, it says, uh, the ninth truth, yours to discover. Oh, okay. So this is the one that's like totally up to the individual. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh. What's your uh, truth? Sensing <laughs> trepidation in Tenaval, Mordrin turns to her and says, After the fiasco with the last of these circles, allow me to go in first in case and see what this is. Mm. Um, before Stepping in. B- before, she, before you do that, she'll grab your hand, kind of like we did before. Just hold your hand. Uh-huh. Say, I don't know if this is um, so important with Seville Strax, but we've had the sevenths, and this is the ninths. Is there... Should we go in order? We have not had the eighth. I'll leave that for you to decide. 
<laughs> gotcha. So, is there... Okay, quick question. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that suggests that the seventh, the spike pit, actually needed to be bloodied? You know what I'm saying? Like... So, like roll, the- roll a, a wisdom check. Flat okay. wisdom check. Just her? Um, yeah, unless she voices the group. Uh, which that's going to be a dirty 20. A dirty 20. Okay, so you would just think about the seventh truth. And, you know, particularly the last part, it says liberation is achieved only through an application of will in which resistance ceases and suffering along with it. You know, that like... You feel like that in order to achieve the seventh truth, you have to just like let go mm-hmm. to it. But also you would you would know that a lot of these truth situations, a lot of them are symbolic. Yeah. You know, like nobody truly finds their ninth truth within six hours of you know, like it's, yeah. it, it takes time and like prolonged suffering and all that to get there. That this is more of a, a, a mindset, symbolic, a symbolic, like run through of the truth, gotcha, right? Gotcha. And so, like, you don't feel like you necessarily have to complete them in order, and you've you don't you don't see any purpose of why you would have to complete the seventh truth. Okay. You know, that- unless you like were really just eager to like. Embrace the Velstrak. You know. It's it's not embracing the way. It's mostly just making sure that we're not missing a component required to work the dream. Game. I mean, now for that, like for that, you're uncertain about what gotcha. the eighth truth might be represented as. You, I would say, for the seventh one, you see that it's nothing. Yeah. There, like it was basically just being willing to take the pain for no reason right gotcha. like resistance no lo- no resistance you just walk through it you know um, but you've also bypassed it and I don't think you don't feel like that that matters as far as unlocking what you need for for the temple gotcha well and I would argue she's already even prior to seeing the spikes in the floor embraced that ideal right yep yeah Passed oh. that test you know so so the question is, so the the hall before we got to the secret door continues further to the west, Correct. which one would assume might be where the eighth would be. Do we go look at that first or do we just plunge into the ninth? That's what I thought you were going to do in the first place. You're so dead set on following this path. Might as well do it in order. We know where this is, Mordrin. Let's go examine the rest. Cool, I guess I'll go fuck myself then. No, that's what I'm just saying. No, no, I'm no, agreeing. No, I'm saying oh. the fact that he, she didn't acknowledge him. And instead it was like, okay, Mordrin, let's go. No, I was <laughs> acknowledging you. I was saying it to Mordrin because he was fixing a bounce out in there. It sounded like... You're like, okay, Mordrin, let's go do the thing. I had this idea. Nope. 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 We'll see ya. We'll see ya. No. <laughs> You're obviously coming with us, Gloombot. I was just about to step foot into a dangerous circle. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm 
I'm here, aren't I? She pats Dee on the shoulder and says, You did good, Dee. Thank you. That's very... You are correct. And then walks back out into the main hall. And we move towards the west. Okay. Unless anybody... And try trying to just watch the whole way. Again, like, she's okay with taking any bobos that come to her, but she really doesn't want the party to suffer for her choices. Yeah, so this hallway ends in a small room, and as you enter this room, you see the unmistakable arrangements of a shrine built into the southern wall. In the center of the shrine, a larger hologram projects the image of a woman in a lab coat, her features shrouded in shadow. She's working on some device that is radiating shadow energy. On a small plaque at the base of the projector, you can see the words, Our Shadow Queen. However, this projector has been tampered with and the hologram is glitchy, occasionally showing this doctor crumpled to the ground, somehow more human yet very much more dead. Written in blood at the base of this projector are the words, The Herald shall replace the False Queen. Obviously added after the construction of this shrine, you see smaller holographic images of a Lushunta woman adorn the tiered shrine displaying this woman in various scenes. You see her in a dungeon of sorts clad in leather, whip in hand. A smile spreads across her face as she administers her lashes to the man in chains. You see this man is also smiling in ecstasy. Another tableau shows Lushunta in a ship cabin applying shallow cuts on her arms and legs. Yet another shout shows her in a dusty coliseum, standing against what must be her captors, their fists connecting to her jaw as she smiles back defiantly. These are all images of Ziva, the herald. Inscribed at the top of this shrine is, there are limits to what one might discover alone. Revelations and inspirations can be found in the works of others, the eighth truth. So, again, I would assume that this is not an interactive situation. Mm-hmm. This is just, mm-hmm. you just take in the information. What, what you can piece together is that this shrine was initially made for Gregant. Dr. Gregant, you know, and has since been defaced and replaced with Ziva Herald. as the Herald. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Tenna would... Because Trailex isn't there, she would very quickly kneel and just say a quick little, like, prayer of thanks and then get up and say, Let's go back to the Nines. This is all that is needed here, I believe. Zeno. Oh, go ahead. No, Gloombot was just going to uh, use his comm unit and uh, fill Trailex in. Made it past the spikes. <laughs> Found the ninth truth. Decided to go for the eighth first. Uh, she, I don't know, just, understood it. Now we're going to nine. Thought you might want to know. I thought don't she, expect a reply. Thought you were gonna tattle on me. She's praying yeah, some weird does not get shit a reply. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just trying to keep trailing. I, 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 like I appreciate I like it. it. You know. Yeah, I like it. I like yeah. it. So, uh, seeing this, Mordrin looks at the shrine, looks at Tenaval after she gets up from her quick prayer and says, Grizzly as it is, I can only see this as a turn of, a, a sign of good fortune. So, as you said, let us go to the night together. 
we do that. It's kind of funny that the eighth was just about friendship, though. Well, <laughs> friendship is the pain you make along the way. Zeno takes a look at this whole fresco, I guess, or, or uh, can't remember the actual name. Shrines. Yeah, yeah, shrine. Okay, yeah. And for him, it's just like it, seeing this. It's like he know he he recalls all the events of with Ziva and the APA, and you know everything from. Uh, Nakondis and the Prison Moon, Outpost Zed, um, and then the asteroid. And for him, this is somewhat cathartic to see this twisted image of what appears in every form to be Ziva, but to be revered seems odd in the first place but not only just revered but is a herald because all he's really received was just these these visions in his head through either interacting with the rune drive with uh Tenevall's help or during whenever he was sleeping and so for him to see this is just something that's just you're you're seeing something but it's just so warped that you can't really make heads or tails of this. He, for him, he, he knows he's been gone so long. What's going on? Where are his friends? What is, why is she a herald? What is this all about? And he's mystified by it. At that thought, the black nanobots in your arm kind of, like just kind of, Pulse out and retract, pulse out and retract a little bit as you're like just thinking about that. You know, like and he what, just kind of grips his arm. That? Yeah, he grips his arm, you know, just as it's seizing, you know? And then and, like stabilizes and like, what the fuck was that, you know? Uh, but it, it makes you think about Dr. Gagant. I would, yeah, I would absolutely. Say. Yeah. And, and of course, because there was Dr. Gagant in there as well. And that definitely brings some, some, some bad memories with that too. He knows what awaits, but right. he doesn't know how it's going to happen. Right. Well, so then you guys, I guess, make your way back to the secret room where the ninth truth ring on the floor is, and Mordrin. As we approach it, standing next to Tenaval, he turns. He looks at it for a second at the ring on the floor, and looks at Tenaval and says. My dear, you've you've been so brave for so long on this journey. And while your brother is not here, as I said, allow me to do this one courtesy and step into this myself. Take my hand. And she does. She takes your hand and she walks right up to the edge of it with you, you know, before you move in. So and, and he, you know, meets eyes with you for a couple of seconds, and I, I feel like it's almost like before you can muster up the courage to jump in before him, he shakes it off, still holding your hand, and strides in to the circle. Before you step in, Gloombot's relaying to Trelax another circle that looks like 
Another circle looks like the last one that she got chained in. Uh, they're about to step in. So he say this as Mordred steps in. Yeah. Ten of all at the edge. Mordred, when you step into the circle, you you become rigid. <laughs> your eyes roll back in your head. And you, your, your mind just reels. And you feel pain from every angle, every nerve, inside and out, all throughout your body. First thing you're going to do is take 4d10 psychic damage. <laughs> oh, sweet baby. Oh, shit. I changed my mind. <laughs> um. <laughs> so you take 15 points of psychic damage. Not too bad. Okay. Um, and you are faced with yourself, like in, in a void, you know? You feel all this pain, and then you come to, and you're looking at another version of yourself in this black void, just floating in this empty space. And you see yourself, but like with the telltale markings of a Velstrak. It's a Velstrak version of yourself. But you can sense extreme amounts of power in this person, this, this you. And you know that your truth, your final connection to pain is through nightmare. You can feel the pain that you desire through nightmares that you can create yourself and you can inflict pain on others with nightmares of your own conceiving. You know this to be true. You know that this is the peak version of yourself in this moment that you're having. Then you come to, back into your body, Tenna holding your hand. For the, for the rest of you, for Tenna and Gloombot and Zeno, as he has this experience, you see the color drain out of him and he's already pale, but like he almost becomes translucent. You see him wither a bit. You see his eyes as they're rolled back red like a curtain of black comes over the top of them. Mordrin, you are at the eighth stage of shadow corruption, and you've gained the four following manifestations. Pain Refuge, Pain Clarity, Velstrak Durability, and Velstrak Rejuvenation. And we'll see. Oh, what? You're oh, like shit. a fucking Velstrak, basically. Like you, you're you're one away from like DM controlled. Bruh. The better you than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suppose Trey likes owes me a thank you. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Uh, oh man. That's that changes things. Wow.